Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Welcome to Field of Geeks, episode 60. 60? 60. 60. Yeah. Wow. 60. That's almost as old as I am. Is it? No. Oh. oh. Well, well, good. I, I feel like it, right? I do, too, actually. I feel more of a 75, yeah, I'd go. say. Right. One yeah. day we'll have a Field of Geeks episode, Steve's age. That's right. <laughs> I don't think any of us will be alive long enough for that. So We'll roast Steve. Right. There yeah. we go. So, of course, we are your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joey. I'm Steve. So we have you know great topics to talk about this week. We also have a very special guest. Creator of Slayton Ash, awesome comic that we've talked about before. I've put it on the blog before. Uh, Ethan Murphy's with us. How's it going, Ethan? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, good. Glad to have you back on the show. My pleasure. Plume Snake Comics, yeah. So, I mean, we uh, that's where you can find Slayton Ash, uh, as well as a ton of other great comics out there. And I talk about this every single time we, we bring it up, but... I love watching it on my big screen TV better than the iPad. Yeah, <laughs> Just, oh, definitely. Because again, with my advanced age, it you know <laughs> I can see it a lot better. Right. But, uh, What's all this technology? Right. <laughs> well, I need people to help me with that. You know, I, uh, he's got the old uh, big TV on wheels. Right. Know, big fat TV. Yeah. And I'm not getting up on the walker <laughs> and going to the TV itself. There's my just Rolodex no won't show comics. Right. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, that's where you can find Slate Nash. You can find a ton of other things, Blanky Bots out there. I know we've talked about that one before, too. Sure. I mean, there's a zillion great comics out there on Plume Snake. So yeah, check those guys out. Check us out on all social media. Like us, follow us. We're on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. Also, fieldofgeeks.com. Read up on the latest geek commentary at Steve's comic blog, stevescomicblog.com. Question for the group. Uh, what are you looking forward to the most this year regarding movies, comics, games so on you can list more than one of course so really looking forward to logan right now um even though i'm hearing reports that the suit may not make an appearance uh it sounds like patrick stewart might have uh released something last night accidentally spilling that deadpool may make an appearance but i mean as much as this movie's getting hype it sounds like hugh jackman really took over and pretty much said nicks to anything that fox was trying to do so not surprised that not, suit would yeah. just break the mood i think yeah unfortunately <laughs> yeah, so that that's the big one that I'm really looking forward to. Obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, it looks hilarious. It's always been a, a fun movie. I think that's about it for right now. I mean, obviously, as, as so time much. goes it's on. Just yeah, to keep track, yeah. I yeah, I mean, if you look it. at IMDb, you could spend hours <clears throat> trying to figure out what movie you're going to watch oh, yeah. next. So yeah. I, keeping it DC-related, I guess, I'm really in- excited for Injustice 2. So excited to see what that's all about. And then Justice League is coming out in November piggyback off of these guys and pretty much them mm-hmm. um, looking forward to the uh, rebirth you know how they're tying it into the watchmen they're going to start that process with the batman and flash um mm-hmm. and that's going to be uh i'm really looking forward to that you know so they've done a nice job with the rebirth you know fell off of the new 52 it just wasn't you know right but uh I, mean, I think they've rebounded nicely and then do we have a star wars movie coming out later this year yeah i think so yeah that's the reason i'm staying alive right now <laughs> I, I determine my lifespan on what movies are coming up and out so um i've got a few years left in the tank i think once yeah. a year we're gonna be getting one right so. well good so hopefully oh, no. yeah right. <laughs> is, it, is it too much or should we wait every you know, 10 20 years it's gonna be like thing. assassin's creed here's the thing though i mean with disney uh and 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 the mar uh, you know being owned you know owning star wars i should say 
seeing what they did with Rogue One, mm-hmm. I am excited. I rewatched The Force Awakens the other day, and you know, I still love that one too. Of and, you know, so were I'm, you awoken? I, uh, I was awoken. Um, <laughs> by force so it was uh but it was it was great so i'm looking forward to that how about you ethan yeah i mean literally all of the things you guys have mentioned i'm definitely psyched about and looking forward to uh i guess to go a little i mean it's not too too far off the beaten path but i'm kind of looking forward to those in the show not so much because i am a huge scott johansson fan or even a huge fan of that anime but because if it's a good movie mm. It could open the doors for other anime. Like I know they've been trying for forever to get an Akira movie made. Uh, yeah, that's true. You know, DiCaprio and some other folks trying to do that. If that if it works, it would definitely help open the door for that and potentially uh, open the door for a, a, a super duper remake of uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, where oh, everybody's right. talking about yeah. oh, yeah. the movie as on the cross getting crucified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it is um, so much potential for other animes and things like that. Other you know, nerd core. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I totally agree with that. That's that's one I didn't think about. That, that yeah. looks so good, that Ghost in the Shell. It looks, it's got a real Blade Runner vibe. The average, you know, the billboards they yeah. have in the movie. And yeah. it looks really good. I, I hope it's a hit. The thought of making Akira mm-hmm. live action, I was really not on on board right. for that. But now seeing... It's Akira. Akira? Okay. <laughs> not Ikea. Akira and Naruto. Get it right, Naru- Naruto. Acura. Yeah. Acura. Acura it's a great car. Yeah, it was. Hey, I had one. That was Can't wait good, to see that entire movie. Yeah. I'll tell you, though, yeah. Ghost in the Shell was awesome. I mean, that was uh, one of the mm. first animes that I ever saw. And um, it was just, yeah. it blew me away, man. It was, and, and you know, after that, I try to get on board with some. I like Attack on Titan a lot. Um, I heard about that one. You know, I still, I only have one complaint about anime, and it's, you know, they're showing like the opening credits and, you know, there's these violent scenes and it's like bubblegum pop music on top of it. <laughs> I just, I have a hard time reconciling that. But beyond that, you know, um, Blood was great. Uh, since you brought up Attack on Titan, because I really like the show too. And I tried to watch the uh, the live action one that I think Japan came out with a few years ago. Pre- pretty much just right. the worst thing I've ever, one of the worst things I've ever seen. Because barely watchable. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Okay, it, it was bad. I hadn't seen um, it. And I was going to ask: Do you guys think that they could make, like, do you think Hollywood could make a good uh, Attack on Titan movie without whitewashing it? Because that's what they that's what they done with um, Ghost in the Shell. They I did know. that with uh, Great Wall, which isn't really yeah. um, anime, but still, but still, yeah, it's just yeah. like they'd have to be. I don't know. My answer is no, probably. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, yeah, no way. I mean, just the execs right there, right now, are just no. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. No, no. they would have to. It, someone would have to break the mold, like kind of like Deadpool did, and just go for it. Right, and then people would show the executives like we love this stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I think it's pretty much like you said as far as breaking the mold. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if you guys have ever seen or heard of the movie called The Raid, the Indonesian uh, action movie. Oh, I've been meaning to watch that. Uh, that looks it, so good. I think I have. It's great. It's, it's Pretty much like a modern day like Die Hard. It's oh, like a, sweet. Like a dread, and then it's all in the building and they try to get to the top floor. That kind of thing. Oh. But it was uh, made for like a ham sandwich and a dollar and a half. And <laughs> it's, it's, like a, it's a fantastic action movie. And the, the, the director of that movie actually is a, he's an American. Really? He went to Indonesia to make his chicken for cheap. They can make it the way he wanted to make it. Wow. And wow. can't have a cult hit. And now they're going to do a remake of it, of course, uh, in, in America. But the title, Starring the Tom Hanks. Story, the rest of, right, yeah. But the, title, <laughs> the, the takeaway basically is that 
if you can find a way to kind of think outside the box to get what you want to get made, it can it can find an audience. And I think that if they made the Attack on Titan or even uh, any other kind of a, a anime that was, like you said, blood, excuse me, live action blood or something like that that was actually adapted from an anime, but they were able to do it in a less conventional way that they couldn't have the studio interfere too much. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely agreed. Studio interference is like it's the hot button topic for me where I poison. I, I can I can whine about this for hours and yeah. hours. I won't because I did it last week. But <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean I'd be fine with having a Attack on Titan movie that wasn't like super mainstream that yeah. you know, that came out to be a more of a cult classic like the raid. I'd love that. That'd be fantastic because they, they would make it, you know, true to the material. They wouldn't have to whitewash. Right. It, that that's all mm-hmm. I'm hoping for. I hope it just doesn't become too like, you know, it's going to be a grab for money, which right. they do. Right. This, I feel like is going to happen with Ghost in the Shell a little bit. Yeah, I know. But I, it still looks really good. The setup looks great, but yeah, the payoff that's going to be. Well, we'll see. Yeah. You know, I uh, and she t- she typically takes roles that are pretty solid. You know, I mean, she's not in a ton of stinkers. Like so. Lucy. Well, <laughs> I like Lucy. The Lucy, was I love good. Lucy. Yeah, it was really good. So I, hopefully, hopefully she's keeping an eye on the quality of her films. But uh, I am excited to see it and see how they pull it off. In comic news this week, obviously we have an awesome guest today with uh, Ethan Murphy, creator of Slate Nash. So Ethan, um, I have uh, got issues one through four uh, deep in the brain and uh, have read them over and over. Issue five, talk to us. Uh, yeah, I, thanks again for your interest in the books. Uh, it's, it's obviously it's a small indie title, so it takes a while. It takes forever and a half to get. I sent you guys like a, a sneak peek of book uh, the other day. Yeah. It's, uh, we're, we're we're done with the lines finally. Uh, Twenty-five pages takes a while. We're done with all the lines, and now we're just working on coloring. Oh, great! Lettering all the post-production stuff. So yeah, it's uh, and it's a you know it's a six-issue arc. Yeah. So it, we're hoping to have it. Uh, I already finished writing the first uh, or six books, so we're hoping to have it completed and out. Both, the whole entire arc by uh, by, this, by this summer. Yeah, that's good. I, I we I, I love the art that you sent over with it. Uh, uh, that sneak peek into it. I sent it to the guys here too, and the art's great. I mean, you know, man, uh, the crossbow. I mean, the whole thing was just it looks sweet, man. So I mean, we're really looking forward to reading more of it. So and and you, you bring up a good point. You know, when it's a small indie title, you know, you've got to be patient with stuff like that because you don't have a you know, you're not at a big publisher, and they're not, you know, cranking books out monthly, and it's no big deal to get it published, you know? So, yeah, I can imagine that's a challenge. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I guess the, the biggest difference between, like, a smaller indie group and, like, a, you know, the big, the big boys like DC or Marvel or Image or what have you is that it's just the, the amount of hats each person has to wear. <laughs> right. Uh, like, I, I've been doing this now for, you know, for several years, and I have to, for each book, I have to, of course, write, and then I have to do the post-production with the lettering and that kind of stuff afterwards. And my artist, he does the, the pencils, the lines, uh, the, the, the initial pencils, the inks, and then I'll call the coloring too. And so it's a lot of, that much manpower to be put into this, the hands of essentially two people is, is awesome. But I'll tell you what, though, I mean, the experience you're gaining, you know, through this process and, you know, uh, and not to mention the fact that it's a good book. Yeah, I've been reading comics a long time. I mean, Spawn versus Wildcats, I still contend that's one of the worst things I've ever read in my life. I mean, so there's <laughs> there's a million, and, and, and the, on paper, that thing should be great, you know? It, but nonetheless, I mean, it's, I can't tell the listeners enough, you know, this is a fun series. I mean, it's just, it's like the weirdest, most awesome buddy cop type movie or type comic you'll ever see. 
And and I said movie. I mean, it's one of those things where you can visualize it too. You know, I mean, I could see it. Yeah, I could see it like on the screen. I could see it. You know, I mean, I think a Netflix series, something like that. I mean, that'd be kind of fun. But the premise is amazing, and I like the take on you know the zombies that talk and are smart. You know, it was wow, sweet. Yeah, that's yeah. different. Yeah. It's really cool. You know, come so. on, AMC, adapt that. Appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, so Slate Nash 5 being worked on, uh, six-issue arc. Uh, as Ethan said, we're excited to uh, continue to see those going out. Again, Ethan, we sure appreciate having you on the show. Yeah, and I still listen to you guys all the time anyway, even when I'm not on the show. So. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, it feels like it's been a long time since it's been on, so we'll, uh, we're will we going to have to uh, correct that in the future. But I've only got a few other comic pieces to talk about. Two of the three deal with Green Lantern. Why would that be, right? Uh, Who? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> right. Oh, don't don't ask that. I'm not the biggest. Yeah. I think you mean Green Hornet. <laughs> right. Uh, oh. <laughs> you know, people, I remember, you know, talking about comics in the old days, you know, yeah. oh, you like the Green Hornet? <laughs> um, I'm going to punch you in the face, yeah. but no. Um, <laughs> At least you warned him. Right. I warned him, you know. Uh, I usually warned him right after I did it, but um, so uh, Justice League. So Zack Snyder said there's going to be a Green Lantern in Justice League. He won't what? say who it is, but he did say it. Ha- it's going to be one with a, quote, funny sounding name. Probably be an alien right. Green Lantern. So, you know, yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see, you know, who they bring on. Um, I'm hoping Kilowog. I'm hoping Kilowog, too. That's what Michael Clark Duncan voiced, right? Yeah. yeah. Who trained him. Yeah. Yeah. That'd um, be cool. Him or... I'll t- miss his voice, though. Right. Yeah. Of course. Or Tomar Ree, you know, so sure, I don't know, yeah. you know, there's a lot of really awesome yeah, choices yeah. they could use. Um, what do you guys think? You guys think that uh, it'll be a good addition? Yeah, I, I just wonder if they would maybe use a lesser known alien. Like you would obviously know, right. but I wonder since the other ones have been introduced, if they're just going to give us one that's sure. not going to jar the whole audience. Right. Maybe. What's the squirrel's uh, name? Chip. That one. Use him. Perfect time, Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, yeah. you got to do that. DC cross cross company. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. do that, do that. What if it's just a? What if it's literally just a lantern with a green tint? And he's like, "Oh, I told you guys, it's a Green Lantern." Now that'll be the only movie I walk out of besides AI. So. No, but it's cool news, you know. So yeah. I, um, especially for you, I mean, I, I'm for it for sure. But yeah. I'm sure that was a bummer for Green Lantern fans not to have something included with this, you know. At team least, up. at least he's in it, you know. I mean, sure. it, you know, if you go by the comics, and you know, the comics and the movies, they always change things here and there. I mean, yeah, uh, Hal Jordan was a founding member of the Justice League, so I mean, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, I don't mind those little changes, sure. you know, uh, systematically, but. Uh, uh, I was excited when I read that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I thought that would be cool news. Well, I was great. thinking about that too because yeah. with the first Avengers, I think like they had a couple people in it who weren't originally like the in the first Avengers, mm-hmm. and they had people or they didn't have people who were like so. Ant Man was one of the original uh, Avengers, yeah. but they didn't have him. So like I like I appreciate what they're doing and like you know stuff like that. And also, it's just like it's just like Superman's character development. He's not gonna automatically like from the first movie be that symbol of hope it's going to take time just like you know green lantern's right. involvement it's going to be okay let's let's take it slow introduce him mm-hmm. make it make it interesting make the audience want more not just oh here it is oh thank right. god what kind of costume do you think they'll go for do you think they'll go back to the cg look or will they try and like armor it up a little bit you know that's a good question i mean i i can see him doing either or it's going to be interesting to see. I don't know what they're going to do from it. Ethan, are you a GL fan at all? Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, I, I I got into it most, I guess, from a Jeff Johns' rebirth of it a few years mm-hmm. back. Jeff Johns' rebirth, um, yeah. And I remember <laughs> old, in the you know, Superboy we Prime was in it as a major bad guy. The whole that whole 
that's what really drew me into the idea of seeing like an actual whole core, really yeah. core, how they all work together as a team, how they really matter. Uh, and what somebody thought about too is that I, I heard some news that and I'm all about the buddy cop angle in comedies. I heard that they were trying to do an actual Green Lantern solo movie, like a buddy cop uh, type of situation. I can't remember who you're supposed to be working with, but it was Green Lantern. I mean, I think it was actually two Green Lanterns as a buddy cop type of situation in inter- intergalactic kind of a atmosphere. Yeah, it's a Green Lantern Corps. I think in 2020 is their mm-hmm. planned release date. They'll get Luke right. Wilson. Right. Luke Wilson as Hal Jordan, Martin Lawrence as John Stewart, yeah. Chillin' and the dude, right? But uh, yeah, no, we're excited about that one. The other Green Lantern news that I've got is, uh, I don't know, maybe a year ago or so, they did a Star Trek and Green Lantern crossover, mm-hmm. and you know, in theory, you're thinking, oh man, that's going to be weird, right? But they pulled this one off really, really well. And so, just to recap the first one, uh, spoiler alert: three, two, one. So. Um, <laughs> In the in, in that first in that first crossover, it was really sweet because they go from the DC universe and you know one of the Guardians sends them into this parallel universe, and that's the one where the Star Trek exists and the whole thing. And they get stuck there. It was a really cool team up, and then this series picks up. They've been there for a while, you know, like John Stewart and Guy Gardner at, are there at Starfleet Academy with Kilowog, and Hal's still in space. He's with you know them on the Enterprise and. It was just some really, really cool stuff, and uh, I've, I've gotten through two issues. Sinestro plays a huge part. Uh, there's uh, three issues out so far, so uh, I've read the first two. This is a super, super, super fun one if you want to pick it up. I, I never actually read the the, uh, the DC crossover with Star Trek, but I did read the back in the day, the one where, uh, where Wolf, it's a kind of famous one, where Wolverine fought Spock. Yes. And, what? <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Star Trek yeah, X-Men yeah. crossover. That one was sweet. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was really heard, cool. Never even heard of that. Yeah, that's a, I don't know, what, maybe six, seven, eight years old, something like that? I don't know. Hmm. I, um, yeah, it's not too old. Yeah, it's not too old, but it was, uh, it's been, a, it's been a while, but it was a, that was a fun one too. I remember getting that. But uh, the last piece is a Fantastic Four movie. So Fox is starting to talk about another Fantastic Four movie again. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> For whom the bell tolls. <laughs> that makes me so sad. <laughs> oh man, you know, and I I grew up Fantastic Four was one of my first comics that I remember as a kid, Green Lantern, Batman. Those were the three that I'd go to 7-Eleven cuz this again, <laughs> this was in the mid 1920s. Um but you know, I'd go to 7-Eleven on the weekends and I'd pick them up off the rack. Um and so I had a huge soft spot for Fantastic Four and it's one of those properties that it's it's really tough to translate on the screen unless you absolutely nail it. If you don't absolutely nail it, it's going to turn out to what we've seen. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're talking about it again. If they do it, it's going to be another reboot, new cast, the whole thing. So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I don't. I don't know. I, I, a lot of it's the Reed Richards piece. Who wants to see a dude stretching on screen in real life? In the <laughs> comics, you can pull that stuff off easier. Um, but you know. We'll see what happens. That I don't whole, know. That whole movie was a stretch. Yeah. Hey, there hey, you oh. go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you need to read. You need to cast Reed Richards as like a John Hamm or something. Something that attracted just to the the actor himself. Sure. And then that stretching things just kind of a sidebar. And I think in the uh, newest comics, haven't they done some more interesting things with Reed Richards? Well, yeah. I mean, they don't even publish Fantastic Four anymore. But um, and the latest iteration. I mean, it was. Yeah. I mean, they. I liked the run. Uh, the last run they had, but 
you know, they, I think they, the, the way the movie took, uh, did not take off, uh, everything, it really feels like Marvel's giving Fantastic Four a break. But, yeah. I mean, they kind of did a big thing. They took it off the shelf. Right. <laughs> like, they're like, no, Fox, we're not going to, no, sorry. Yeah. They just divorced it all together. But I mean, yeah. at, at some point it'll be back. You know, I mean, the Fantastic Four, um, you know, they have a lot of awesome legacy in comics. You know, I mean, uh, the Hulk. You know, Galactus, mm-hmm. Silver Surfer. I mean, so many cool things uh, were involved with the Fantastic Four. The Hulk early and the on. Thing fought each other. Right? The Hulk and the yeah. Thing battles are just legendary. You know, those are I would. They made out a lot too, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> awkward moments right. in Marvel history. The Lost Issues. <laughs> what do you think of the last Fantastic Four movie, Ethan? Uh, well, the, the the last two, or I guess the last three, they're all pretty pretty unwatchable. What's funny <laughs> about the the last the fan fan forced it, I guess you call it. <laughs> That one, it was uh, the first, I guess, 20 minutes or so were actually kind of interesting. Yeah. Watching them come together and do that thing. Right. It was kind of kind of fun, even though they were at, they were they got they were found at a high school science fair. <laughs> it had as a high school, but it was it was kind of cool. It was kind of interesting the idea that Ben Grimm, his voice sounded more like an actual like an actual person. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like a big rock monster type of thing, but it was so. Such a missed opportunity. Like, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the Fantastic Four as well because of Doctor Doom. I love watching him. When I was reading him when I was a kid, and he was such a compelling, almost like Magneto in a way, where he's kind of a what he's doing isn't pure madness. It's kind of like there's a reason behind it. He had his own country and everything else. Right. Too. Mm-hmm. And so what they did with uh, with Toby Kebbell, which was a great actor, and the last movie was just mind-boggling. These, these are people who got paid money to make this. <laughs> it, is, it, it, yeah. it makes my head sore and my heart. Break. Yeah. yeah. There is actually a good fantastic film that exists. It's called The Incredibles. Yes. <laughs> they are doing a part two for true. Incredibles, too. So. Yes. That's get, true. Get, uh, Brad Bird there to you direct go. a Fantastic right. Four movie. He's busy with Incredibles, too. Thank God. <laughs> I know. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, no, but... Um, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you with the, the last Fantastic Four, and I, I believe Steve, you you liked it. I mean, you know, you know I like parts of it a lot. Yeah. It's not perfect, but I mean, no. I thought it looked a lot better than the other Fantastic Four movies. Um, I thought the thing looked great. You know, um, yeah. I, I just I think it was like just on the cusp of being a really good movie, and just. A few things here and there, it just it prevented it, you know. A lot but, of behind the scenes drama just made right. it made it jump a year within the movie, right? And you know, it, like yeah, there was. I think it introduced a lot of good things. I liked that. I liked kind of how they got their powers. Not exactly, you know, they had to go to that planet and stuff. Right. But I liked the journey. Sure. Whether you know, if you compare it to the original Fantastic Four movie. Uh, it's like they were just strolling along like they were taking yeah. a boat ride into space, and it just there was nothing really there, and. Right. The whole Doctor Doom in this country, that uh-huh. still Latvia. needs to be explored yep. a lot. Right. I think there's a lot of great stuff there. And just they could just build up. I don't know. It's, it's tough. A it's lot tough. of missed opportunities, you know. And yeah. and then again, too, you know, part of it is, do you have a director, A, that loves the source material? If that answer is yes, then the only thing you have to worry about is studio interference, right? Yes. If the answer is no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get a different director because this movie's gonna suck. Like from the director of Phantom of the Opera, right? Comes Fantastic Four, or something right? Like you that. know, yeah, yeah. It's Joel Schumacher, right? Yeah. Brett Ratner's <laughs> back, Joel everybody. Oh. No, he directed Phantom of the Opera, the movie. Did Joel he? Schumacher, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Is that why there's bat nipples in it and stuff? No, <laughs> no. 
I don't know. Joel <laughs> Man Goat Schumacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, wasn't the director also? I think he did a Chronicle. Yes, too. he did. Yeah, that's he why. Did. It's, that's why it surprised yeah. me why the movie was why uh, Fantastic Four was so bad because I loved Chronicle. That was like such a cool take on like the more or less superhero things and the whole like yeah. one superhero becomes a villain. Yeah, that was such a cool story. Most because Chronicle is so so such a low budget. Fox didn't really care about it. Like, go ahead and make your indie movie, yeah. and they did it, and it was fantastic, of right. course. And then now they give this director a big budget, <laughs> and they take away like I think they took away three major action uh, yeah. pieces for the movie. So that yeah. really screwed yeah, things over. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the more money you get, the more right. studios like, well, let's do this, and you know. Uh, it's just ridiculous. So to yeah to wrap up the the topic, uh, you know, Fantastic Four. The 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 problem I had with it with the announcement is that Fox is rebooting it. If they give it to Marvel, yeah. you know, I'm gonna feel I'd feel more comfortable at least. But you know, right now uh, we'll see. And 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 Fox and Marvel seem to have some synergy right now a little bit. So who knows? You know, maybe something. They something need a good Sony Marvel want a, deal. That's right. What they need. When right. did it come out? 2015. Yeah, I believe so. I want like. Yeah. Like a another five year gap, like right? Just give it time to develop, mm, or yeah. just give it time to rest. Cause give like, it time for Marvel to buy it. You're meaning <laughs> that that too? I don't really care. Because if it were up to me, what I would do for the Fantastic Four reboot is not do it at all <laughs> and just leave it with Fox. You mean just with anybody for oh, a while? Right. At oh least. right, yeah, yeah. for a while. And yeah, like sure. even if Marvel bought it in the next year, I'd still say just don't don't do anything with it right now. Right. Take well, your time. and and they planned a sequel. Originally, you know, because they were assuming it was going to be amazing. Yeah. And that sequel would have been out this year. And they were even like, oh, it's going to be, they can do uh, crossovers with X-Men. And then pe- people at X-Men saw it. They're like, oh, no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. I don't think that's going to happen. Right. So we'll give it a break. But uh, yeah, that's that's what I have for comics this week. I just joined Comixology Unlimited. It's five ninety nine a month and you nice. get a ton of cool titles. Uh, it's like a borrow thing, you know, and you sure. can download and read them. But uh, that was pretty cool. I just got that yesterday. I haven't had a chance to read anything yet, but they they got a ton of uh, Valiant comics on there, and Ooh. big Valiant fan, too. They've got some really cool stuff. So excited to dive into that a little bit. Excellent. It's like Christmas morning over again. For right? real. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's talk about some movie news. Like we were just talking, DCEU, they have finally confirmed Matt Reeves is going to direct the Batman. What a busy week. In, he's out. Yeah. He's in. <laughs> right. Busy three weeks, because it's been like, yeah, he's going to direct. Was oh, it last not. week when it was like, he's not? And right. And- this, yeah. like just the other day they right. were like just yeah. kidding <laughs> yeah it's the negotiations so yeah he basically called warner's bluff probably and they're like okay okay we'll let you yeah, have maybe. this and that they have to include everybody in these announcements otherwise people are gonna be like is ben gonna be batman he had right. he had to finally tweet or facebook message yeah. i don't know he said welcome to the the bat cave yeah or something like he that. tweeted it yeah I'm glad he did, you know, because again, he um, was just wearing a towel. He's like, "Welcome, Matt." Right. <laughs> I, you know, I was, I was a little cautious on him being Batman, and then after I saw him in Batman Superman, I'm like, "Yeah, he completely nailed it." I, now, I love him he, as Batman. He was awesome. Now, Ethan, I know you're a huge Batman fan. Um, Same here. How man. do you feel about it? I was surprised that you guys were because I remember it was a few days before where Matt Reeves was in the office with the with the DC, with DC and he pretty much they were pretty much just a shouting match. They're mad at each other, screaming. And then, of course, 48 hours later, he's like, yep, I'm picking the job. So, I mean, I guess the moral of that story is if you go into a job interview, scream at the guy who's trying to hire you, you get the job. easier. But I want money! Director, he did, um, he did War of the War, uh, I'm sorry, the last Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which is mm-hmm. great. 
Yeah. Uh, he's in a bunch of other movies that are great too. So uh, he's uh, he's kind of has a reputation for being able to go into franchises and, and actually raise the raise the bar on them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's a great idea. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm glad he I'm glad he committed to it finally, and, yeah. uh, and it's great that Ben's still attached to it. Yes. And, mm-hmm. You know, so I'm uh I'm back on board the uh, hype train for. Let's for just this start one. shooting yeah. right now, Matt. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm on I'm in the same boat because Batman is my by far my favorite character. Same here. So I'm yeah. very very critical of the Batman and the Bat movies and the you know all that stuff. Like when Affleck was first cast, I was like, oh god, this guy, you know, Daredevil, and that that was that was what I was basing it off of it was mm-hmm. just Daredevil. And then I was Darmageddon. like, well, he made uh, what was it, Argo. Yes. And then he made the, you know, town, the town. Right. And I was like, yeah. okay, hold on, let's just Gone, see baby, what gone. happens. And then, like, I saw it, and I was like, to me, he was the best Batman we've ever had. I don't know how, like, if anybody's like a Michael Keaton, they, they side with him more or whatever. But like, to me, this was the most comic accurate. The suit I, was great. Right. Um, I agree. I agree. He can kick some ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think with yeah. with you know him in the in the lead at least for this movie, and then the. Uh, Matt Reeves, who directed Dawn of the Planet, is he doing War of the Planet of the Apes too? Yes. Okay. So, and he's, yeah. he's got that figured out. So, I think with those two, and he's producing it. So, I think with those two, and like everybody that's coming together, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm optimistic. I just hope all we hear from here on out is good news. Like, right. we're moving forward. We're or just filming. no news. Well, that I mean, too. It's like, I mean, I'm it's like taking the... an animal to the vet. No news is good news. Well, it's like, yeah. I mean, hey, I love talking the Batman, but not sure. like this. Like every last three weeks, seriously, we've been like back and forth. Oh, yeah. Here. Ping pong yeah. city, you know, but it's like, come on, guys. Right. And, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm I'm so glad that it is working out this way because, you know, Ben Affleck had what a million things to say about Jeff Johns that were just nothing but positive, you know, yeah. and I know his involvement now in the, uh, the movie universe is yeah. just huge. So, you know, I have high hopes, yeah. you know. High hopes. Well, and even like, how are we sure that half the stuff we hear is even news? Well, we, yeah, because we I mean, because I mean, sometimes it's just like, oh, I heard from uh, these three guys that uh, t- told the janitor <laughs> that they heard from the other janitor that yeah. Ben doesn't want to be in the movie ever again, ever, and that's fact, <laughs> right? Yeah, but then take it with yeah. a grain of salt, right? <laughs> well, and I mean, what's what's the difference from you know maybe a, a movie studio going well, let's just spread a little bit of fake news just to get that producer in there. You know, yeah. I mean, it seems like half the time the stuff that we're hearing is just to get people in or, you know, raise the hype level. They don't so, want to be predictable. They're just no, trying to throw people yeah. off. That, that's possible. Yeah, I mean, that's God, true. when I was growing up, I don't remember Jurassic Park having, you know, production <laughs> issues. Yeah. You know? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Steven Bilberg, you know, has a pixelated issue on his uh, dinosaurs. Uh, we're not sure it's going to come out in time. Right. The dinosaur and Steven Spielberg are having uh, bouts behind the <laughs> yeah, scenes. Right. Right. Contractual issues. <laughs> <laughs> We may not get the Tyrannosaurus Rex in. I've heard from three raptors. I've heard from three raptors that uh, T-Rex doesn't want to be in the movie anymore. He's got like a big chair he sits in. Yeah. T-Rex on the back. Right. (laughs) Big cigar. A huge hole for the tail. George Lucas had to come in and finally save it all. Gosh. (laughs) I'm making this character Jar Jar. Um, Why don't we cross universes? And Spielberg is like, dude, you got to go. What are you? Are you high? Jar Jar is an offspring of the T Rex and Jeff Goldblum, and I think you're going to really like it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watched that though. I, if, if there was a movie about Jeff Goldblum mating with a raptor, I'd watch it. <laughs> I would too, because I, my high hopes of him getting eaten at the end would be, you know, just fulfilled. <laughs> He'd have like a leather jacket on and the sunglasses. Right. Oh, someone would be eaten, right? He's like, he's like, hold this cup of water, and he stomps. He's like, not cool. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, he was probably the best part. I mean, yeah. I like Jurassic Park. He was the best part. I did too. That's good. Um, also, more news developing. This Lego Batman movie, a small movie that came out, mm-hmm. made a few dollars. Little tiny um, indie film, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the director, Chris uh, McKay, is developing a Nightwing movie yeah! with Warner Brothers. Like a live action, live not action? Lego. I, I thought at first it was Lego. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so, two weeks ago on the show, who talked about that? Anybody want to remember? Does anybody remember? Who I was it Steve. It I, wasn't, been, I wasn't. I wasn't here. Been me. I wasn't here. But the tone of Steve's voice makes me think it was Steve. <laughs> You're goddamn right. It was Steve. So, uh, using my Batman detective skills. <laughs> that's right. I'm gonna say Steve. <laughs> Guys, I think Warner Brothers is listening to us. Well, I, yeah. Here's the thing, though. I mean, Nightwing is a character that has just been so awesome in the comics, you know, mm-hmm. and they've always treated this character with a ton of dignity and respect. And he's got a great you know, butt. He's, what? <laughs> he's got a great butt. <laughs> But, you know, what I like is the interplay between Dick Grayson and the rest of the DC universe uh, Mm -hmm. in the comics, because where Batman's the big loner, you know, I mean, Dick's a team player. Uh, He's one of the smartest dudes on the planet. Great fighter, obviously. Um, I've just been been a huge Grayson fan forever. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited for it. And they're talking about Joseph Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? I well, heard that. I, that oh yeah, fan. Joe Gold. I think that's a fan. Joe Gold. That was that was a fan trailer thing. Okay. But, I mean, there's several names being sure. floated around. Uh, I think Joey has a name for us. Oh, um, Jared Padalecki from Supernatural. Oh, um, that would be interesting. <laughs> that would be interesting for a few reasons. I mean, he's he's old enough to be like to to where it's like you know uh, Bruce is older in this universe. Sure. So why not have? And he's like 34, 35. And someone was saying, he's like in his 40s. I was like, well, 34 is 40, sure. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but also it'd be interesting because Jensen Ackles, who a- Ackles, what's up, uh, who <laughs> plays uh, Dean, his brother, he played Jason yeah. Todd in uh, Under the Red Hood. Right. Oh, the voice. So, yeah. So it'd be like two Robins. What, I mean, whatever. Whoa. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, I think he's like a good at any beat. Good at he, it, He's I guess. good. He's monstrously tall. Yeah. I, I mean, he's 6'4", uh, and <clears throat> what's Affleck? 6'2", maybe? I think Affleck's actually 6'4", 5". Is he? Yeah. He's, he's a tall dude. He's a pretty tall, tall guy. Cavell. Well, that's cool, then. Yeah. The, the, the thing I don't think they would want is... I don't think they want Tom Cruise as Nightwing, but I, I think they don't want <laughs> someone to tower over Ben Affleck. Right? Yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I think, is pretty short, too. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be like, hi, Batman. Can we call him Joe Gold now? Joe Gold. No, Joe I will never say that. No, Joe, no, Joe Gold. Oh, Joe, Joe Gold. With the, with the L-E. Either way, punch me in the face if I say that seriously, right? Hashtag Joe Gold. Yeah. Steve said it first. Steve said it first. <laughs> so, I think, arguably, that you could say that maybe the single most well-developed character in the DC universe yeah. is mm-hmm. Nightwing or, mm-hmm. or Dick Grayson. Because yep. he started off as a small, a seven-year-old kid or eight-year-old kid running around with Batman and the whole the whole arc of him training with Batman and how him and Batman had kind of the falling out and then how he had to wear the mantle of the bat for a while and he had to do some of the things. It's kind of, he's had, he's had a whole career mm-hmm. in comics. More than yeah. a character. Most characters start off as a hero or in their in their adult age. He's had, he's had, time, he's had a time to grow up overall. So it's kind of a different kind of a character to take. Also, it'd be kind of fun to explore him in the movie because you can see almost a karate kid see what it like to, what it'd be like to be trained by Batman. Mm, oh, yeah. So it's a, a lot of opportunity. Well, yeah, I think it would be great because, you know, there's there's so much stories. Sure. And obviously DC right now is doing the older Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, Robins have come before. It would be cool in the Nightwing movie. Maybe we could have 
a flashback of a seven-year-old Robin because sure. I think that's what a lot of people have wanted to see. Not not the Chris O'Donnell aged right. Robin, but like like a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a kid in flashbacks, yeah. and yeah. you know you could de-age F like if you had to. You probably didn't need to. Uh, yeah, they did even, it to Downey Jr. Yeah, they did it. You yeah. know, and Iron or what was it? A uh, uh, Civil War. Yes. They did that. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, right. uh, Ethan's absolutely right. Yeah. You know, we've got to see, we've gotten to see Dick Grayson, you know, grow up in front of our eyes. You know, yeah. especially if you've been a comic fan for a long time. <laughs> sure, uh, you've seen every iteration of him. Um, he was he's been Robin, he's been Nightwing, he's been Batman, he's been dead he's been man. a secret agent, he's been dead. You know, I mean, <laughs> no dead man, a dead man. Right. Yeah, in, in injustice, he that's right, dead man for a bit. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And so he's number one. He's versatile. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, he's that perfect balance to Bruce Wayne where, um, yeah, he grew up with Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne trained him, but Batman, we know he's dark, he's hurting. He's, you know, he's got that vengeance thing going a lot. Yeah. And Dick Grayson has always been that great counterbalance to that. And, and I'm excited for this one, man. I, mm-hmm. like I said, I thought we talked about this a few weeks ago and it was just kind of a, you know, Hey, what would you like to see? And, you know, a man mm-hmm. having them announce that this week, that was a, uh, yeah, that makes me feel like I should play the lottery this week. Oh Maybe Yeah. I'll, I'm curious though. Who would you? Who's your dream cast for, uh, for Nightwing? Hmm. Steve is Steve, Mr. Richard Grayson. Right. Who's <laughs> so it gonna, who's it going to be? That's that's a good question, and that's a question a couple weeks ago I couldn't really answer very well because um, <clears throat> that's going to take a special kind of person who's obviously a is uh, going to be in great shape. Mm-hmm. I could see a Jared Padalecki or even a Jensen Ackles. Yeah. I could see either one of those guys tackling that. I just uh, you don't have to say that for my sake. No, no, no. I, I but you know what? Here's the thing. I didn't even think of that until you said it. Yeah. And then as you said it, you know, I'm thinking, you know, that could be that could be some cool casting. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I think it's got to be someone who um is has to be believable as both being someone who can kick a ton of ass and still not be you know some brooding figure of the night, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean. Uh, if they can capture that balance, I think they'll nail it. So People, the return of Chris O'Donnell confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's busy with CSI Miami. People, like, in years past, even before this movie was announced, say, you know, Zac Efron. And every time, I'm like, I can't uh, can't well, do it. I can't see it. He's more of a comedic actor now. Yeah, yeah it's true. true. You know. Um, it's like, want to see my butt? No, we don't. <laughs> Just go fight crime. Do you guys want me to sing? I will sing for you right now. <laughs> it's a really tough, uh, you know, break when you're considering that it would be coming right after Baywatch. Oh, oh right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. That's, <true. laughs> That's funny. Oscar winning Baywatch. Big Watch. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I think they should like like you all were saying pretty much um, do flashbacks maybe like every like two for every act or something and then in the beginning when they do like a younger flashback when they're at Haley's Circus, uh, CC Haley. Yeah, I saw this earlier yeah. uh, on Reddit. CC Haley, Burt Ward. Oh, there you Ooh. go. Whoa. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can like get that. him involved with it. That's cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Call him up right now, Joey. <laughs> right. Well, they got to make that movie in a few years, because how old is the guy? Well, he's not he's as old as Adam West, West, but yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, good for him. And I think he's available. Well, he's, he yeah. does a lot of cons. I'll give him <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, there you, you go. go. But does he do a lot be... of pros? <laughs> sure. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> Johnny Carson's here, everybody. <laughs> slice my jugular in a minute. Hey, oh. <laughs> I'll have to give tearing you, me apart, Joey. Steve, I'll have to give you a hug you later. <laughs> hey, there you go. No, you know, and I, I, the supernatural actors, sorry, I forgot their name, but I think that would... Call JJ. JJ. Yeah. I think they would be a good choice. Of course, movie industry, TV industry, mm-hmm. 
they're TV actors. They yeah, have yeah. to pretty much show they can do a cinematic. Right. Well, I mean, unfortunately, you know, the executives are going to be like, oh, we don't. He's a TV actor. Counter argument. Stephen Amell had only been doing it for uh, like mainstream stuff for two, three years before Ninja Turtles 2. Oh, yeah. Not yep. to say Ninja Turtles 2 that- is like a. <laughs> A gold mine, <laughs> of, like, like an Oscar win, Oscar worthy. <laughs> right. But still, I mean, they they've been doing this for eleven, twelve years. So I think it's time for one of them to get a break. Yeah, and I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I think he can yeah, do yeah. it. He could pull it off. And I just would hope executives just have have an open mind. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Well, it's really the casting directors. I I, be, I believe it's casting directors. But yeah. you know, execs are sitting behind the scenes there, and mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing is just it drives me insane. What about Ryan Gosling? He La La Land's <laughs> hot. Get him in there. I like Ryan Gosling. I don't like La La Land. I didn't see it. He's kind of got the face for radio. <laughs> 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 wow i'm just saying that's surprising because literally every woman ever loves him yeah well maybe it's his voice yeah. hey maybe he can play two-face <laughs> yeah. him and jake gyllenhaal <laughs> even better have you guys seen um kingsman the movie kingsman yeah yeah the uh that the relationship that i, I feel like taron edgerton is kind of the right age for nightwing you want to be someone that can carry on the franchise, not franchise, carry on like a, an ongoing series. So if you can't start up too old, and uh, just the, the way that uh, Taron Edgerton was with uh, Colin first, it almost was kind of like a Batman and Robin scenario where yeah. he found him when he was, he's not his actual, he's not his actual biological son, but he kind of fostered him, brought sure. him up in a way, kind of trained him. It's very similar or akin to, you know, Dick and, and Bruce. Yeah. And he's kind of the right age. He's believable because also Nightwing or Dick Grayson isn't just action star he has to be charismatic and kind of a true kind of also a, a loudly kind of lighthearted kind of a humorous type I mean, they, they had mph play him as the voice you know under the red hood oh, yeah yeah, yeah. not meant to be too serious well he's acrobatic too yeah i, I mean really, yeah. they're gonna have they'd have to do a ton with that stuff too he's just it. short that's the only problem and but, now, well so my question is this for in, in, in kingsman he did a lot of the parkour and stuff like that. Yeah, right. no, I, I think so. it'd be great. I just, I just don't know. You know, well, I guess they could put uh, right. like they do with Robert Downey. He wears like what a five inch shoe or something just to prop <laughs> him up. He's wearing Gene Simmons <laughs> platform <laughs> heels, right? <laughs> Pretty much. You ever look at his shoes? Yes. Just put yeah. him on wires. He's just like, right. hey, Bruce. <laughs> so <laughs> he's twisting around. <laughs> so Nightwing. You know, I mean, the the funny thing is, I remember when Tim Drake. Again, my favorite Robin overall. Ooh. He he's the one who deduced yeah. who Batman and Robin were because he saw Dick Grayson as Robin do mm-hmm. a triple flip in the air. There was only one one acrobat <laughs> that could do that. Mm-hmm. He saw him as a kid, and that was oh, Dick wow. Grayson, and yeah, so yeah. that helped him deduce, you know, the whole thing. And that was just an awesome storyline. But mm-hmm. what about Liam Hensworth as really Dick Grayson? Ooh, that wouldn't be bad at all. He yeah. wasn't he wasn't bad in uh, Independence Day too. <laughs> 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 he was good though in the Hunger Games, and he you was know. he was pretty good. I'd like to see him do yeah, more, like, yeah, something that's centered on him, right? Like his own his own yeah. action stuff. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought of that name, which as we're talking, but nice. uh, you know, who knows? Yeah, you think that you think he'd dye his hair? I, well, I mean, it was what pretty dark in the. Um, I think it's always been black. Yeah, and that's what you know. Dick Grayson's you know dark hair, so I mean, I think he'd be fine. As long as he commits uh, to it, and he's like, oh, I like to keep my blonde hair. Like, no, dude. Ooh, but then I don't know. The Hemsworth brothers. 
button heads. Well, that's just it. Thor one's and... Thor, one's Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third one, and then the third one does nothing. Right. Yeah. Is there? There's a third brother. There is, there is a third yeah. brother, and nobody knows about him at all. Oh. He works at Sears. I don't know. Hey, there's his movie right there, The Third Brother, and it's just like some sort of, <laughs> some sad documentary, you know? <laughs> kind of like Gone Baby Gone. Right. Yeah. I can I can see like Funny or Die doing something like right, that, right. where it's just like a parody. That'd yeah. be good. That would be cool. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, there was a, those sketches they released where it's like Thor and his roommate. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch part two, but I did see the first part. Yeah, that was, that was pretty brilliant. Good. <laughs> Got my hopes up because I was like, oh, Ragnarok, we get to see some more. Oh, right. it's this. Oh, but that's funny. It's cool. Yeah. I forgive it. That was cool. I can't I can't wait for that movie. The concept art looks great. Yeah. Hulk in armor. Like, oh, come oh on. It's like Hulk, like a gladiator. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're mixing um, uh, pieces of Planet Hulk into yeah. this thing, and, you know, uh, just awesome. I mean, if you read Planet Hulk or if you saw the... Uh, uh, cartoon, you know, I mean, just awesome. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for this. This yeah. would be sweet. Yeah, we'll finally get like a lot of Hulk, hopefully. Yeah, unless it's like a five minute scene. Like, I'm no, it sounds to me like it's going to be a little bit more than that. Has but, to be. Uh, yeah, Ruffalo is in it. Well, right? do you think we'll see more Ruffalo or Hulk? Because like, probably Ruffalo. Yeah, but you think he, so? Because well, he did motion capture for Avengers, didn't he? Didn't he do his yes. own mm-hmm. stuff like that? Yes. So he'll he'll like probably it's him. Yeah, it's just not. Right. Exterior, but and yeah. he doesn't seem like the type to be like, I want screen time right now. Like, like I'm not like Oscar not like nominated, not like RDJ, where it's like, oh, the third right. Iron Man movie. I don't want to be in the suit like at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's call it man. Well, Mark Ruffalo, he's just a great actor, and he seems yeah. like an extremely down to earth guy yeah, too. Yeah. You know, he's I mean, that's very talented. He's the kind of actor you want in pretty much any movie you're ever gonna make. Yeah, you know, I mean, at least in one role on or another. <laughs> right. I so saw that. Hit it out of the park. Cast him as Nightwing. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got some Hellboy three news, but it's not good. You know, recently it seemed like. Things were moving forward a little bit. Yeah. They were talking. Uh, Del Toro has officially said Del the Noro. project is dead. <laughs> project is dead. Not dead. going to happen. Done dealing. Yeah. He said hell no, no row. Hell no row. Hell no, no. That's catchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that, I think that's easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> hell, hell no, no. Trademark. Yep. <laughs> now, and I, I may be wrong, but this movie was to be an epic story. It was going to require a lot of money to make, mm-hmm. and that's probably the other reason why it's kind of dead. And, you know, the Hellboy, you know, I love the Hellboy movies. Right. I, I think they haven't really caught on, like, oh, my God. Well, they have the a Hellboy. cult following. Yeah, you know, yeah right. absolutely. Right. I mean, much like the comics, nobody's, you know, it's all it's all DC and Marvel. It's all the mainstream stuff. And then nobody's really like, did you get that Hellboy comic? Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. The story I heard that was supposed to be the third one was going to be, uh, you know, Rasputin created Hellboy, and you know he he prophesized that Hellboy was going to end the world or merge him, I, something like that, make yeah. things evil. Right. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Hellboy and Liz would would have twins. One would be evil, one would be good, and that would Ooh, like fulfill the prophecy, I guess, of, with the evil one. So it, w- it would be a very sad ending. I believe right. it couldn't be just like joking and. Well, and now it's hell no boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so, the joke I was trying to say. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I guess. <laughs> I got I guess, your back, um, Thanks, man. I, you know, I, I could see them telling it someday, maybe just in comic right. form, or has it already been told, that story? Yeah, and that's a good question. I mean, I, I only read, like, the first volume of the Hellboy comics and stuff, and I haven't really kept up. But, I mean, it's Mike Mignola, right? Is that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. what I thought, and and he's he's great. I mean, this guy, he's he's pretty much gold, you know, as far as I'm concerned. 
Uh, he's done some great Batman work too in the past. But yeah, so I, I you know, I, I think I'd rather read the comics than get uh, a movie that's just not going to work. So I didn't start reading the comics until after the second movie because mm. I actually thought the second movie was great. Uh, that fight scene at the end is still one of my favorite fight scenes in all of comic <laughs> movies. Um, and, and you're right that the whole synopsis of the third movie was very was, was very much like that kind of a Cain and Abel story, mm. that, like a Star Wars kind of atmosphere where it was like the good 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 twin versus bad twin. Oh, that been cool to see. The universe and it, it's been really cool. But like you said, Guillermo, he loves he, his his uh, creed essentially is to always raise the budget on every movie he does right. after the original. So, I mean, he wanted to have like, a huge, massive budget, and the movies didn't make nearly enough money to warrant that. We'll see it some some way, somehow, I bet. Maybe they could do an uh, animated movie. Yeah, they may. Animated. Yeah, I mean, you know, look the how voices. many great animated movies there are out there right now. You know, sure. I mean, DC's animated right. universe mm-hmm. kills it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, I think that'd be a cool idea. Get on it, Marvel. Yep. Marvel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're not a Marvel comment, though. But, but we, can, we can sell it to Marvel, right? And, yeah. You know, they can yeah. take care of it. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Right. Uh, we got some X Men Deadpool news. X Men and Deadpool news. Just merging them together there. Dead uh, X Pool men's. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> <having a> stroke. <laughs> <laughs> so Hugh Jackman has officially retired as Wolverine. What? He did say he Avengers would bring him back. Yeah. If anything, that's not going to happen. Stewart also has retired, and you know it's the movie's been received very well by critics, and it's probably just a, a good good point to yeah. just stop. You can't really up it from there. However, we have not heard anything from Magneto. He's oh, still yeah. alive and well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Sean Ashmore, Bobby Iceman, he's still in. I mean, he hasn't retired. So yeah, yeah. I don't plenty of spinoff <laughs> opportunities. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it was cold as ice. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll have his twin brother um, take over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. he has a twin brother. That's right. He has a twin brother. Yeah, he was uh, Jimmy Olsen in Smallville. Crossover. Yeah. What's funny, though, is, is, uh, is that Sean was on uh, Smallville before that as like, some random villain. Yeah, yeah. Episode and died. And then they brought out the twin brother to play, <laughs> play Jimmy, hoping that no one would notice that they looked just alike. Yeah, they yeah. didn't say anything. <laughs> well, like, the way they ended it was uh, like Jimmy Olsen actually died. What? But then you found out Jimmy was like a nickname, and then like his brother or cousin came in and it was like, "Oh, so you're Jimmy?" <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was some. It was something. It was something to that extent. Oh man. That's so what? That's probably like the only terrible part of that show is they're just like they're just like, "Oh, you're Jimmy, right?" Jimmy told me a lot about you, Jimmy. <laughs> Before he died. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I'm more concerned with identity theft than I am about uh, anything else. So, I mean, <laughs> well, it was the same. It was it was Sean Ashmore's uh, brother. <laughs> like, they, they didn't even switch the actor. <laughs> well, they didn't know. No, it was just it was just like it was just like you're Jimmy, huh? <laughs> it's like it's, a General Hospital yeah. episode now, you know. Yeah. That's what, Oh man, right. it, it's almost like they filmed the ending first, and then they killed him. <laughs> like, oh, how are we gonna fix this? Oh yeah, we'll just add this yeah. little part. Hey, Jimmy, I'm Jimmy. What the <laughs> hell, man? I love it when you see things like that. I like it even better when it's actually a true mistake. I don't know. Here, here's a uh, very, very little known movie. It's called Space Mutiny. Uh, Mystery Science Theater did it, and uh, um, this one um, character gets killed off, and literally in the next scene or two. There she is, sitting there at her console <laughs> on the spaceship. <laughs> She's in it the rest of the movie. Not a single word. No explanation. Oh, hi, just, Mark. Yeah, just... 
just so hilarious. But wow. you know, they took the day off on that day. I guess. Did, wait, so did did uh, Mystery Science Theater? Oh, did, they crushed it completely. Well, like that yeah. that part about it. Did, were they like what? They why they, is she there? They trashed that stuff pretty good. But uh, <laughs> and side note, I, I don't think it's on the agenda, but they did announce a date for Mystery Science mm-hmm. Theater April fourteenth on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So uh, Steve's oh, taking that day God. off. Yeah. Do so. you know if they're? Did you say they're all on Netflix? Or? Um, they're not all on Netflix. They have some on Amazon. That's the one. Prime. Yep, yep. Yeah, would it be there. smart for them to put it all on Netflix? Since? They have some on Netflix, but they don't have the whole thing. Mm. So it's um, right. It's all right. about rights, probably. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, but, have you ever uh, noticed though that when Netflix drops the line, the the movie, then you can go over to like Hulu or Amazon, and it's over there. HBO Go. It's yeah. it's yeah. like yeah. circular. Yeah, yeah. So like when one drops, yeah. the other one picks yeah. it up, yeah. and then it's just oh, it'll be back on Netflix mm. in about six months. Well, yeah. then because what Amazon does is they go and find out which movies are being pirated the most oh you're kidding yeah they do that and then there are like movies or tv shows Mm. and then they're like oh let's get those on nice and then wow yeah and then everybody watches it and it's like yep nobody wants to pirate it anymore let's get it good guy amazon to the rescue (laughs) did i say amazon Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Netflix. Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Oh, My bad. Okay. My bad. Okay. Good guy, Netflix. Forgive us, Netflix. Yeah, Don't was... sue us, please. <laughs> we we do not have the money. Right. No. But in, back into the X Men Deadpool news. Yeah, how do we get uh, there? No, that's right. <laughs> hey, tangents are awesome. The X Men writer producer Simon Kingberg has written a screenplay for the. I guess it's going to involve the Dark Phoenix saga. Okay. So right now, there's two projects. There's X Men New Mutants and X Men Supernova. Oh wow. So I'm guessing Supernova is going to be his movie. He may direct it, mm. so I'm not sure. Well, which is the one that's going to TV? Legion? Is it Legion. Oh, okay. And it's on now. Yeah, it's already yeah. on. Yeah, Legion. Yeah. That's it's pretty good. I've, I've seen the first two episodes. You're happy yeah. with it? I mean, yeah, there's no I mean, connection, right, to the uh, No, not yet. Like, there's people with, there's like mutants, but it's not like, oh, this is maybe an illusion to, it's like, no, it's like, yeah. They're, they're mutants. Self-contained, pretty they're, much. Yeah, yeah, they're mutants, but like n- yeah, they're not known mutants. Got it. Gotcha. Yeah, Simon Kingberg is basically the Kevin Feige of the X-Men, X-Men universe, Fox yeah. first, whatever. Uh, Deadpool 2 will start filming Mace first so far. That's when mm, the camera's good. supposed to run or roll. <laughs> run. Right. They're going to run away. Uh, they're just going to roll the camera even though if, even <laughs> right. if they're not ready. <laughs> and on, action. Ryan. Back to the writing room. Let's go. Right. <laughs> Jimmy, meet Jimmy. Right. <laughs> uh, working title is The Love Machine. That's just, you know, one of those titles they throw people yeah. off with. So why not? Uh, Kerry Washington has been thought about playing Domino. Oh, wow. Um, nice. I don't know much really? about that character. Wow. Yeah. That, w- that would be a scandal. <laughs> oh. <God. laughs> You're on fire today. <laughs> I like it. It's caffeine. Best yeah. line from the TV show Scandal ever. Mm-hmm. Bitch baby. Bitch baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I laughed for probably an hour after watching that that episode. I used to play bass guitar for Bitch Baby back then. <laughs> I was a real hardcore band yeah, back was, then. Yeah, we were. Mitch, you're our bitch baby. We were a, <laughs> we were a garbage cover band is all we were. So. <laughs> kind of like Green Jelly. Grunge, yeah. <laughs> was it a garbage cover <laughs> of the, the cover band Absolutely. for garbage? That's, yeah. that's what it was. <laughs> I'm excited for Deadpool 2, though, man. I mean, it was... Uh, I just watched the first one again. So, of course, every time I buy a Blu-ray, boom, it's out on some service, you know, streaming. Yeah. But, mm. you know, at the same time, I don't mind buying, you know, some of those things just because I like yeah. support it. But, because some uh, of them... Some streaming things don't have, like, the extended edition. Right. So. Yep. And so, yeah. So, it's a... It was, it's such a great, great film. And I, you know... 
we've talked about this a lot on the show, but Ryan Reynolds was born for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he finally got something that just clicks right with oh, him. Oh, man. And that doesn't piss anybody off. Right. They're not like, Deadpool's supposed to be serious, you know, right. or whatever. They're going to be doing the X-Force movie. It's early talks, but he's going to, Ryan Reynolds himself is going to produce it hmm. and co-write. So X-Force Wolverine confirmed. Yeah. Because he's in <laughs> X-Force. Yeah, but he, I think he comes in later, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Or is he a founding member? I don't uh, think got he me. is. No. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting because yeah. I, I don't know of Ryan Reynolds any any of his writings before. I don't know. Probably because there isn't any. So he writes a but, lot on Twitter. But nonetheless, though, I mean, he's got such he's got genuine love for that character. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can't really see him half assing it or phoning something in. Sure. You know, I, I'm sure he really wants to make this stuff work out. So I'm excited. We'll see what happens. And Joe Carnahan is attached to direct. Yeah, yeah eighteen. Wow. And he's actually, uh, I think before this, he's going to do Bad Boys for Life, which is the third Bad Boys movie. Mm. So Cause he's also doing, uh, I know he's working on, uh, what's it called, uh, the Uncharted movie. Uh, oh, Joe Carnahan's doing Uncharted? Oh, wow. Yeah, and cool. all, what's even weird about that is that he wanted to make it rated R. And uh, if, you ever, if you ever played the Uncharted series, they're definitely not meant to be right. rated R. So it's kind of, I'm, curious, I'm kind, of, kind of curious to me. He's, he's a great director. He did a great job with um, with the gray, and he even did a, did a whole... There's other stuff too, yeah. and what have you. But I'm curious to see how he would do with any of these properties, either Deadpool or Uncharted or what have you. Yeah, no kidding. It's uh, it's really interesting because it's been a long time since we've seen an actor actually take on a role that they love as much as Hugh Jackman loves Wolverine. And I think a part of why you see X Men still around is because of him. Because if you notice, after the third X Men movie. Then everybody was like, well, is this kind of done? And then Hugh Jackman said, no, I'm going to make my own movies mm-hmm. uh, based off Wolverine. And then and then you have uh, Ryan Reynolds come along with Deadpool. And it's after he stole the, the costume on the movie set, I mean, <laughs> y- you still see little snippets of him going to different places with a suit on. Sure. You know, talking to little kids and, and really getting his name out there. So it's, I think Ryan Reynolds is going to be Deadpool for quite a while. Yeah. You know, hopefully he doesn't get tired of it anytime soon. And it seems like everybody loves it, so hopefully it's not like one of those fads that burns out real quick. But I can't wait to see where it goes, yeah. especially if they're going to now bring in X-Force. Yeah, that'd be great. Right. That'd be great. I just wanted to get back off from what you guys talking about, Deadpool. Sure. Um, I had, had another question again about casting, because I know they were trying to have a Cable in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you, have you guys talked about who, you, who you'd want to be? Able in the movie, I don't, movie. I don't know if I've had anybody I wanted to play him, but I, you know, we've we've reported about the you know Pierce Brosnan rumors, and uh-huh. there's some fan art out there about it. And I, you know, at first I was like, oh, I don't know about that. He'd have to bulk up a lot, right? I, I'm a big Stephen Lang fan, though. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I think he would be great. Yeah, but I don't know if that's gonna work out. <laughs> it's a weird choice, but obviously Stephen Lang, yeah, but also Kurt Russell. Oh, oh wow. Of, uh, if you've seen, I guess you've seen Escape from New York or Escape from L.A., which yes. is good, but that, that hmm. kind of, that Pliskin type of attitude, bravado, yeah. he's kind of the right age now as well. He, he could definitely kind of pull it off in a way, but that's just my... Hey, hey, that's, he's one of my favorite actors, awesome. too, man. Kurt Russell's gold in pretty yeah. much anything, you name it. But now he's in Guardians of the Galaxy, so he's probably under contract. That's to... right. True, yeah. But that's that's actually a good good idea. Yeah. I didn't even think about him. That's good. Yeah. He, oh, I mean, there's so many. Their final choice probably isn't going to be something none of us really want. <laughs> but knows, you know, right? they'll make it work. I really hope it's not that 
Kyle Chandler or whatever guy. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I like him, but just like I don't see him as cable. Are you talking about the dude from Friday Night Lights? Yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen because that's basically why Tim Miller dropped out. I think Tim Miller wanted him as cable and Ryan Reynolds. Ooh, then maybe I'm kind of happy that pulled the power card and he's like, no, we're not going. I'm kind of happy that Tim Miller dropped out. (laughs) I I still think Karen Knightley as cable would be kind of a cool. I I love that fan art. I and I even thought it'd be cool if they tried throughout the movie had different actors play cable. And they would break the fourth wall and say, yeah. they break the fourth wall yeah. and Deadpool would like say, you know, Cable, this isn't working out. Let's, can we get another one in here? Oh, and- like the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Yeah. With, uh, they did like, I think Heath Ledger. Oh, yeah. Like, and then he died. So they mm-hmm. had to get uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp and Orlando Bloom. Jude Law. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully, I mean, nobody dies right. while making yeah. Deadpool. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. I hope not. Don't Jeez. want that. Ray Liotta. <laughs> right. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Good old Leatherface. <laughs> <laughs> no, no makeup required. Yeah. Ouch. Hope he's not listening. Yeah. Joey said it. <laughs> if you build it, he will come. <laughs> I mean, there's no apologizing. Ray Liotta, if he heard this, he'd kill me anyways. I mean, I don't need to say sorry. He'd kill you with just He'd his probably verbal laugh. anger. He, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy's... Yeah. <laughs> We just need Ray Liotta sound bites. <laughs> Ray Liotta. Wasn't Ray Liotta and um, they were in Token Aces together, Ryan Reynolds and Ray Liotta. They oh, yeah. Really I never and then, did catch that one. Ray Liotta died. That actually worked. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he was... He's thinking the FBI was telling him as he's making spaghetti sauce yeah. driving around. That was... I mean, if you think about it, that movie's kind of like the raid, like the American version oh, of the raid smoking aces yeah because like yeah. they're in one building because they're all trying to get to i can't remember i can never remember the plot are they jeremy trying to piven. yeah they're yeah. trying to kill jeremy piven yeah <laughs> like everybody right? yeah 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 <laughs> yeah he's not even in makeup or anything <laughs> yeah. wig or no wig uh yeah he has he, i think he has i don't know if he grew his hair out but i think he might be wearing a wig okay but he's he's doing coke for sure yeah <laughs> The movie Coke or <laughs> the product? Yes. Okay. Yes. He's, snort, he's snorting Coca Cola. <laughs> he's like mercury poisoning. <laughs> that, right now here. that we've lost our audience, right. no, that's why we have editing. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sound. the editing is going to be beautiful. <laughs> this yeah. is going to be like a great Kenny G album. This will be a nine-minute show when it's just all do done, another, so. just do another one, <laughs> just do another one where you edited Mitch out, just like so Ray Leo, and then you just cut it. Yeah, elevator music <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for like three minutes straight. I did have one last thing that I wanted to bring up to you guys, and I've talked about it several thousands of times. But if the Wonder Woman movie coming out. Do you feel like if the Wonder Woman movie is bad, I mean, actually, like, bad, it will give any credibility to the DC universe at all? I think a lot is... A lot of things are hanging on it. Right, Mm -hmm. exactly. Like you just said, uh, a lot is riding on this movie. And so I saw some reports early on from people who have pre-screened it. Yeah. And... You know, some people just thought it was okay, and some people loved it. There really wasn't a lot of bad things to say in the movie. Mm-hmm. Chris Pine stole it. They, they say. say Chris Pine stole it. Somebody said, but uh, at the same time, she's a character where you need that Chris Pine to kind of balance out her, you know, kind of warrior, serious type stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm excited for it. But I, yeah, yeah you're right, Ethan. It's um, it's going to be a situation where if this movie bombs, Justice League's in the can pretty much. We'll see that. Who the hell knows what's going to happen if that movie does yeah. not do well? But my, you know, and we've talked about this on the show before too. I, everyone is just assuming the DC movies are going to fail. Yeah. And when yeah. you want something to fail, 
it will fail in your eyes, regardless what, of how good it is. What is it? The pre preconceived notions you get. Yeah. That or yeah. um uh self fulfilled prophecy. Right, if, right, you know, right. You go into it, be like, I'm gonna hate yeah, this. Yeah. So you're gonna hate the movie right. then. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, on you know, on on the on the other hand, uh I read some reports too and just a lot of glowing uh reviews for it say it's really good, the action's great, it's a great kind of prelude to Justice League. Yeah. And also it's the first DC movie where Jeff Johns is completely in like in the uh, seat that Kevin Feige is in sure. for Marvel. Yeah, I'm so, so happy about I, that. Yeah, I think it'll be a yeah. big turnaround. But also, like, even if people don't like it, I feel even like the diehard DC fans are just going to still enjoy it. Just like I, I still enjoy yeah. Batman vs Superman. I watch it like every few months. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's I like the you know again. I mean, I yeah. that movie wasn't perfect, and you know we all know how I felt about the Lex Luthor character. But mm-hmm. at the same time, there was enough in that movie for me to like that. You know, I was still sold. And the Wonder yeah. Woman piece, I mean, she completely killed it in that oh, movie yeah. too. I mean, it's and great. the fact that we have a female lead carrying a movie like this, I think it's a important mm-hmm. and b. I'm one of those that's predestined to like it. So, you know, I'm going to go in telling myself I'll like it, and I'm sure I will. Well, here's Mm -hmm. the thing. Marvel, it took Marvel, like, if you look at it, they did The Incredible Hulk. They did Iron Man. Iron Man was big success. Incredible Hulk was mild. Sure. And Iron Man 2, mild. Thor, kind of the same. Mm -hmm. Maybe better than Iron Man 2. More like the mild universe. They were finding their steps, you know. Sure, yeah. And they found their formula, finally. And I think, well, I don't know. It depends. Every movie probably helped build that formula. But right. I think Winter Soldier definitely mm-hmm. it solidified it. Yes, but I mean, like you Great look word. at yeah. you look at those, and like Thor didn't have to mimic Iron Man because it wasn't Iron Man, and people couldn't be like, "Well, that wasn't this. That wasn't as good as Iron Man." And you didn't have anything to compare it to, as to where now, like you know, Suicide Squad comes out, people compare it to Marvel movies like Guardians of the Galaxy. They say, "Oh, that wasn't as good as well." Yeah. Of course, it wasn't as good as Guardians. I mean, did you see it? And it we was, haven't had a lot of standalone DC movies. Well, and that's where DC's just said that they're at a natural disadvantage because they came second. You know, yeah. I mean they they came second to the movie universe as far as doing it big. And they're trying to build quick. And they're they're building quick. And and I think that if they just take that breath mm-hmm. and the execs stay the hell out of it, yeah, let Jeff Johns partner with these people and do his thing because take a look at what jeff johns has done historically you know when green lantern hal jordan had been turned into a bad guy and he's been gone forever and you know it just seemed like there was no coming back for that he writes some of the best hal jordan stories ever ever yeah. told mm-hmm. and the new 52 honestly it bombed you know, um, me as a huge DC fan, you know, I, I stopped reading comics, man. I mean, that's, great. that's, I was, I was not pleased. And so, great. and so then I heard about Rebirth, you know, and Jeff Johns writing it. If you read Rebirth number one, that will go up there in one of those classic comics that you'll ever read in your entire life. Mm-hmm. I mean, the scene yeah. between Barry Allen and Wally West alone, <laughs> come on, <laughs> you know, Jeff Johns knows what he's doing. And if you let this guy run loose, it's going to work. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Do you think now that you brought that up, Young Justice three uh-huh. is coming? Do you think we'll see that scene between Barry? Because because in the end of Young Justice two, yeah. wasn't it Bart that died? Bart Allen, yeah. So do you think we'll see kind of like an homage to that a little bit between I would Wally? Hope so. Like Wally could be right. in yeah. Barry's place. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be cool. It'd be I'd be really awesome. Yeah. But uh, you know, I mean, that uh, it just it it gave me high hopes when they started involving Jeff Johns as much as they did in the movie universe. And yeah. so as long as they don't tie this guy's hands. 
I really have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. And I think his track record proves that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I highly respect yeah. DC yeah. for like, yeah. they know that they're not behind, but like they have a lot to build up to and they right. have a, yeah. My, my only advice is just to not do it too quick. You know, yep. take your time with it. I mean, there's plenty of time. Yeah. So like you said before, the, um, because DC is essentially quote unquote playing second, they're pretty much in panic mode. Right. And they don't need to be. Mm-hmm. They, they just don't worry about just making each individual movie its own high quality product. No, no one will mind. I mean, the same, you gotta remember Avengers and the Dark Knight came out the same year. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. The, the Avengers and uh, Dark Knight Rises. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. And they, they both made plenty of money. Uh, Iron Man and Dark Knight came in the same year. They both made plenty of money. Mm-hmm. There's no competition, really. It's, it's people, the fans, especially us, we just want to see a good movie. We don't care about it being as good as something else or being like something else. Exactly. In the universe, we want to see a good movie. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's like, oh my God. That's exactly right, man. That encapsulates it because it's like, I don't, com- I'm not going to compare Justice League to the Avengers. Right. That's apples and oranges completely, but that's. That's the world we're living in right now, where the media and people mm-hmm. like that are comparing them like they're apples to apples. Well, and you know, you know, people are going to do it too right. as soon as Justice League comes out. Of course, yeah. be like, oh, they tried to be like Avengers. It's like, no, they tried to be the Justice League, right. which they are. And you, right. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, either way, the, this is going to be the most successful female superhero-led movie. <laughs> You know, even yeah. if it doesn't make billion dollars, it won't be Electra. Let's put it like no, that. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's funny with that. You know, Wonder Woman's coming out, and I think 2014 DC made a statement like, "Well, we're not ready for a Wonder Woman movie, and the world's not really ready for a Wonder Woman movie." Here we are. And then, well, and then Marvel was like, people made the meme like, "Oh, DC says world's not ready for Wonder Woman." Marvel says, "Here's a talking raccoon." It's like. Why doesn't Marvel say here's a female-led movie? Right. Yeah. Why yeah. don't they just do that? Like it or not, DC has kicked Marvel's ass when it comes to the female-driven mm-hmm. yes. movie. Well, you mm-hmm. know, and, and it's time that you know people talk about sexism, people talk about racism. This is these are the perfect mediums to help people get past some of these stupid humps that you know we see as a society. And having a female-led movie is going to be amazing, like yes. that. The Black Panther movie, I cannot Ooh, wait for. No. I mean, forgot about that. Is that right. this year or next year? It's twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yes, year. next year. So Ooh. I mean, but Ugh. I, I just I want to, and this is such a great venue the the superhero movies because they're very universal so many people like them mm-hmm. these are the great great pieces to start breaking a lot of those barriers you know and so we're living in some cool times you know so i'm excited to yep. i'm excited to see what's right. down the pike we're very lucky we used to have to wait years and years between mm-hmm. yeah. attempts to oh, yeah. make something great yeah. absolutely now it's yeah. every year yeah i saw lego batman a few weeks ago i was visiting a friend in chicago and i i was like researching the theater because i like i heard kevin smith talking about the 40x theaters he went to see for dr strange i Mm. think and he said it was like you know it's like you're in the movie right so i looked it up and there's one in gurney illinois which is like 45 minutes away from chicago yeah like north like pretty much by uh wisconsin oh wow i didn't realize that till i got there which (laughs) is really fun but and it took me an hour because of traffic but i get there and tickets are like 20 dollars but like you sit down you understand why because like so you sit down and you look, there's, there's uh fog machines in the front. They're oh, fans. Like, I thought they were just like to keep me cool or something, but like they're high powered. So like in Lego Batman, there's that plane scene in the beginning and you feel like you're just on the wings of a plane, Whoa. like flying with it oh, and wow. the chairs move oh, and like, and, yeah, it's crazy. And, uh, like in the, in, in the beginning when Batman's like, he's like DC 
the house that Batman built, like the bass booms in the chairs. Oh, sweet. so you're like, whoa! It's like it's like IMAX, but like better somehow. It's like a kinetic experience. Yeah, you know, when yeah. You're going to the movie, that's amazing. And Holy like crap. I saw, you know, I was like, if Lego Batman is this amazing, how's Justice League gonna? Because like that's oh. why that's why I went because because yeah. I wanted to scout it, and my friend and I wanted to go in November when Justice League comes out. So, uh, yeah, I went. I really like I like I really like Lego Batman. Like it was a it was a good movie, yeah. but like. If I'm talking about the 40X experience, it was unlike anything else. It was just insane. That's awesome. And like, it was, it was the fact that it, it, it amazed me so much because on the outside, it looked just like a Jordan Creek, like Century Theater. Like a regular theater, yeah. yeah. Or like, or uh, what's the... Cinemark? Cinemark, Cinemark yeah. It, yeah. It was just another one of those. But like, you go inside, it's like, where where did we go? Where, where am I? <laughs> and, and it's so, you know, it's not even like high technology. It's just like... It's very simple, but it's yeah. at the same time, it's like it. it well, it's it, still it, innovative, you know. Yeah, and it puts you in the movie. Oh, and right. there's there's like they blow like steam or uh, like water at you. Yeah. When, when something like you know, if they're oh, in the air and it's wow. raining, no, it'll wow. like, so not, not so much where it's like, oh, my clothes are ruined, <laughs> but it's like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> my phone's like missed. So in the '90s at Disney World, uh, it's changed now. Uh, I don't remember what it is, but they have it was called like the Alien Experience, and you sit down. Um, and I don't know if you guys have seen that or heard of it, heard but it. Yep. it was the same kind of a thing, you know. Um, they have the they have like little water pieces when things splash, you know, mm-hmm. and they have sounds and things move a little bit. And the coolest thing, this alien escapes from the you know glass. <laughs> All the lights are off. Oh, my God. oh no! All the lights are off. People are freaking out, and it gets really quiet, <laughs> and you feel breath on the back of your neck. Yeah, and <laughs> oh, it, that's just—it was just so sweet, man. So I mean, I think it's really cool that they're doing stuff like that for movies too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just awesome. I mm-hmm. bet the cleanup crew really hated that. <laughs> Funny you mentioned that. I went to that uh, probably about five years yeah, ago when I went back to uh, to Disney World. Yeah. They've they still have that same thing there. Uh huh. They've changed it over to Lilo and Stitch. <gasps> oh. Stitch comes out. Lilo yeah. And Stitch. Oh. He's like, oh, Hannah. <laughs> so they've uh he's like Moana. a little more kid friendly maybe then yeah but. i i mean literally when i was a little kid i went to that same experience that yeah. you went to it really you almost need a pair of depends he went as a little kid i went on my honeymoon i mean, so, I mean that's... <laughs> maybe you shared the same theater <laughs> it could be if i would have known you were there mitch i would have tripped you and knocked you over jeez don't grow up to be you <laughs> no um uh, but no, uh, I went on like a Monday morning at like 10 and, uh, there was me and like one other guy and we sat like so far apart from <laughs> each other, but, um, I was thinking like, what would the dynamic or what would the, uh, the atmosphere be like if it was like a full theater? Cause the way, so it's like, it goes, I think they have like A to Z for rows and then it's like, they're pretty, they're pretty long. Mm. And then they, they set it up to where it's like four or five, uh, like seats per row and they move that's how they move them they move them like four at a time and like go like that so i don't know i think it'd be cool just to like see everybody's a full theater yeah yeah yeah, that'd be great Mm -hmm. oh wow i mean i I hope they don't let people in after the movie starts that really suck trying to get your seat and the seat's moving (laughs) and you're just trying to sit down and (laughs) you just drop everything oh yeah (laughs) your popcorn falls everywhere right i mean come on but it's weird it's not even like a normal seat like there's a step that you have to get on to get up to it because it's like so high off the ground. <laughs> it's like a ride. Yeah, it yeah. pretty much is. That's amazing. But yeah, it was really cool. That's, Do they have cool a seat belt? Hmm? Do they have a seat belt? Uh, no. I thought I needed one at first because I, yeah. like, I didn't realize how much <laughs> the seats would move. I thought it was just like a normal like, uh, but they like, they like go forward and like sure. all that stuff. And I'm like, oh my God. When Batman punches somebody, a boxing glove comes out. Right. And in the face. <laughs> so basically, so, 
<laughs> not a place you want to take a date. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they did do a 3D thing, and it kind of made me flinch a little bit because like oh, wow. the seats, like the seat, you know, moved. Oh, that's or like, pretty, or like pretty if sweet. they like zoomed in, yeah, the seat would go. Oh, wow. like the like, bat okay. wing scenes or anything like that. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. You feel like you're in a fall out of your chair. So I've learned one thing talking about this is that living in Iowa, we'll see this in the next 30 years, maybe. Probably. It'll probably yeah. be everywhere because everything's in 3D now. Right. We have an IMAX. Well, we do. A dome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the Omaha best. one's a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard, uh, I think, uh, Waukee's going to be getting one. Yeah, that's so. right. We're taking baby steps, but I wouldn't there. mind taking a trip to that area and mm-hmm. paying 20 bucks for a ticket. It's like, worth it for that kind of experience. No yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. XD right now, you pay 15, mm-hmm. you know? Well, right. <laughs> the theater wasn't like huge from what I remember. Okay. Like it was, it was pretty big, but it wasn't like. Big screen though. I mean, pretty good size screen. Florida ceiling. I'm oh, pretty okay. sure. So hey, it was, it was awesome. just cool. like XD. I think they try to go all out with 40X, really. Like, they're not trying to, you know, half-ass it in any sure. part of yeah. you know, any aspect. So wow. I think they did a good job. Wow, um, yeah. I'm really excited to see Justice League. The uh, If they keep that scene in where Aquaman's standing on the rock and Ooh. the water just flows over yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You got to drink something right, before, right <laughs> as it's happening. That's yeah. what he does. Yeah. I'm Aquaman. <laughs> They'll have a... Of a guy just standing behind you, pour a glass of water. <laughs> yeah, that's Jeff. He does that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we could we could make that theater happen. Yeah. You know, we'd have to work our ass off to make the effects work. Here's but. the thing, though. Um, has anyone seen Kentucky Fried Movie? No, I've I heard want about to see it. it so bad. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Okay, so this is the guys that uh, did Airplane. They have a Zucker skit. Brothers. Yeah, Zucker Brothers and Jim Abramson, and um, they they have the skit in there, and it's called. Um, this guy goes to a movie, and you are aware this movie is shown in feel around. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so he goes in, sits down, and here comes this usher, just stands right behind him. There's usher standing behind people, you know, sporadically placed through the theater. And, um, you know, so this, this lady and this guy are fighting in a scene, and, you know, she's like, uh, she starts kissing him and stuff. And so the, 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 um, the usher guy puts his hands on the patron's chest and starts rubbing it. And then he grabs the collar really hard. He's like, is that lipstick? Is that lipstick? And uh, there's a scene where he has a cigarette and he drops it and he puts a blowtorch on the guy's arm, you know. Ow! And uh, yeah, it was just... And so then the movie's over. It was just like a two or three minute skit. And then it says, please stay tuned for our feature presentation, Deep Throat. And then poof, and that was the end, that was the end of the uh, sketch, oh, but uh, yeah, that was just oh god. I know this is a tangent, but that was brilliant. That's what that whole thing reminded me of. Oh, you know, okay. just the, uh, yeah, I'm glad I didn't run into any of that. Right? No kidding. <laughs> the lady, the lady who uh, I bought my ticket from, kind of like laughed at me a bit though, because yeah, no pants. No, she was like, she was. Oh, I did forget those, yeah. but she was like, uh, "Do you have a rewards card?" I was like, "No, I'm not from here. I'm." Uh, just visiting a friend. I'm going back today, and she was like, "Oh, and you're here to see Lego Batman." And I was like, "Oh, jeez." And I was like, "I just gave you twenty dollars. How about you shut up and right. give me my ticket?" <laughs> Gosh, don't judge me. Yeah, no kidding, right? But like, the thing is, she just like bef- right before me, she gave a ticket to another guy seeing Lego Batman. I'm like, well, "Why didn't you say that to him?" 
Maybe right. she thought you were attractive and she just flirting with you. She was like sixty. Yeah, it's not like you it's not like you went in to watch My Little Pony by yourself, you know. I mean it's come on. Watch the Reverend in that one. Yeah. That'd be a good one. The what? Fifty Shades Darker. Yeah. No oh, God. Oh they fling man. I don't wanna you. I don't wanna think of <laughs> There's just a flood. Like oh. I'm proud to say that I'll never watch any of those movies. Oh yeah, they look like garbage. I uh, just look yeah. terrible. I went like, through even, the Cinemax years. I don't need to watch this. I mean, even <laughs> as just even if, if just like you know, sex as, like sex aside or whatever, they look like awful movies. Yeah. Like yeah. I can't like I watched the trailer because like I I went to see Rogue One and they played it, which uh, I saw with one of my parents. So that was really fun. Um, but you know, you Awkward. watch the trailer and you're just like, this. I can't believe someone put money into this movie because right. it looks terrible. Yeah, I saw I, it. I, I, I have to confess, I actually have seen. I had have seen the first one, the you say the gray, whatever. Oh my uh, good, Steve! Why are you bringing this guy on our show? <laughs> hey, I like it. I've seen it. <laughs> Shit, I shouldn't have you know, said like. I mean, the, re- the, re- the reason I saw it was because I saw it on a date with a girl. Ah. And uh, mm. she wanted to see it. She's all excited about it. It's Valentine's Day, and I watched that instead of watching Deadpool. And I literally oh. broke up with the girl after seeing the movie because it was so bad. I was like, "Why did you do this to me?" I, 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 I it broke up the relationship. That's how that is. Wow. So <laughs> that's, that's another reason why those movies shouldn't be made. Yeah. Yeah. They ruin relationships. They ruin relationships. That's all. That's crazy. No, yeah, because the guy's rich and it's just you can't compete with that. You just can't. Yeah, it's just it's dumb with a capital dumb. <laughs> 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 but, but, but even worse though is that the movie is you know, it's fan fiction from a Twilight original. Yeah, yeah. And Twilight's not a good place to start. They already started the growth being essentially abused and isn't aware of it, but actually likes it. So the Fifty Shades of Grey movies or books are all about the same idea of a woman being abused. By the way, this is written by a woman. So it's kind of like, is that what women actually want to be abused by rich vampires and werewolves? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I guess. I, I think by and large, no. But I mean, I think we're learning who, who does. You know, just watch your average person yeah. <laughs> going into the movie. <laughs> They're all dressed in leather. They all have ball <laughs> gags in their mouth. I don't know. It, it just sounds terrible. You said you saw the first one? Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, what, what was the climax? Stop. Okay. Somebody's been reading a pun book. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just naturally terrible. <laughs> Another tangent, real quick, another little tangent based off of the idea of trying to go into a movie late by yeah. the seat. Back in 2012, I guess 2011, before the Dark Knight Rises came out, they had this thing where you could go see it in certain. If you didn't solve Mission Impossible 4, I did that. Theater, yep. You could see the first like six minutes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it was a big theater we were in, and this guy, we were sitting in line waiting for the movie, and this guy could complain about how his stomach was hurting, was bothering him. Oh, shit. So we actually went to the, so, so we actually went to the movie, and that guy was sitting there waiting. And he got up before we started and left. And um, and then they showed the whole Batman, the six minutes of Batman, uh, <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises, what have you. Then he came back later on. And he came back and he's like, he's like what happened? Like, what I missed? What I missed? And, uh, and someone told him, like, the movie, had, they had already shown the Batman part. And he was so upset. <laughs> oh. like, he just fell to his knees, oh, screaming man. in pain. It was, it was, uh, it was bad. It was he's bad. like, I don't even want to see this movie. Right. I just want to yeah. see Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Missed the one part he went for. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he came back at the building scene. I'm like, that's not a good part to come back to. <laughs> that was awesome in IMAX. That yeah. building scene? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was like, <gasps> yeah, great. damn you, Cruz. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I, I bought the ticket just to see that Batman footage. That was that yeah. was something. But yeah, those type of theaters, you got to 
Yeah. Yeah. Watch who you're sitting by and all. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. I think we, we went to see Dark Knight when it first yes. came out. And uh, there was a kid behind us. And at one point, he uh. just like, he just like quoted the Joker. He just goes, why so serious? And then like two minutes later, you share black. And he like puked all over the floor. Oh, no. oh, he was behind us, and I was like, "Please don't be behind me." And I, I could just hear him like, uh, uh. and then of course you get the smell. Oh, so it's no. a for it. It's a. I don't remember smelling it. I think I oh, might have just do. like blocked my nose. I was like, something. "Okay, guys, you can clean it up anytime." Son of a bitch. Yeah, that's know? my luck too. I get I get those kind of people behind me too. And the whole theater is deathly quiet, and then I got the yacker right behind me, or the know, seat so. getting kicked. Right. And, yeah. Exactly. Well, Ethan, we want to thank you again very, very much for coming on the show. Hopefully, uh, you know, if you want to come on again, man, you have an open invite. So. Anytime, anytime. Yes. Hopefully we can meet in person. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, Thanks so. Uh, again. It was a great time. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll uh, we'll stay in touch. And, uh, you know, once uh, issue five drops, uh, we'll have you back on for sure. And we can talk about that some more. But, yeah, again, thanks a lot, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yep. You. you bet. Thanks a lot, Ethan. It was great talking to you. I'm Josh. I'm Steve. Mitch. And I'm Joey. And that's Ethan. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Yeah, bye. Yeah.